Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hello. Welcome to the Financial Times Career Changes podcast with me, Emma Jacobs. In the final podcast of the series, we take the opportunity to catch up with our five brave career changers to see how they're getting on in their new professions. My name is Kimberly Davenport and I used to work for Sainsbury's uh, and was there for 22 years before being made redundant last June. I was their marketing and PR manager for Beers, Wines and Spirits. Since leaving Sainsbury's, I've set up my own business called Davenport Drinks Consulting uh, and I offer a range of services to the drinks industry, PR services and I also run events and um, tastings. I'm Coletta Tupamakova. Um, I'm a trainee solicitor and previously I spent 10 years as a stay-at-home mother. I've had a very interesting time since my career change. It's very different going to work in the city every day um, compared to being at home and looking after the house and the children. But it's been a very positive move for me. My name is Thomas Davis. My last role was at Google, so I, I led three businesses there. So I founded Temple about 18 months ago. In short, we help executive and leadership teams sustain um, and develop high-performing cultures. Hey, so I am Anthony Rondinone. Before I went through this career change, I was a musician. I was touring for about five or six years. We're still actually putting out music and recording and writing, but it just slowed down a lot, so that's why I decided to do this whole career change thing. So basically I went through App Academy, which is a, a three-month coding boot camp. So right now I'm working at Versado, which is a digital marketing company. I'm, a, I'm an engineer, I'm a software developer there. We also spoke to Rennie, who left her work in finance to pursue her love of costume design at RADA. She told us about her most recent projects following graduation. I had basically two jobs. One was for um, an interactive play or event at the Barbican. It was about um, how we uh, would design our future in terms of sustainability and ecological impacts and things like that. And I have been producing 100 bags out of eco canvas, recycled canvas, linen, hemp, all kind of natural materials. I used even recycled uh, thread that that were used by audience and performers in that play. It's been a while since we spoke to everyone. We've heard about the new and exciting roles our career changers found for themselves. But what twists and turns have their career journeys entailed? I'm currently doing a big job for a major retailer, which is very nice to have. And I have several wine tastings, a gin tasting and a cocktail making session in the calendar over the coming weeks. So I'm pretty busy. Every job I've undertaken so far has been um, thankfully hugely successful, uh, but a particular job left me absolutely buzzing. I was asked to run a wine tasting for a highly successful CEO uh, and his senior management team, and I was told that they all really knew their wine and that the CEO himself had 
3,000 bottles in his private cellar, which slightly terrified me. So I was rather worried about which wines I should choose. Um, I was given a £2,000 budget uh, for wine, and boy, did I really enjoy spending all of that. Anyway, the evening could not have gone better, and I was really delighted with the way it went. They were thrilled um, with their evening and with the wine choices and my knowledge. So all the stress and worry I'd had beforehand hadn't been necessary. The entrepreneurial route seems to have been a success not only for Kimberley, but also for Thomas's tech company, Temporal. I have to say the summer 2018 is probably the busiest I can remember on record. We've got a enterprise software platform, an incredible team of both organisational scientists and technologists. And we've been doing that for about 18 months now. So um, all going really well, having a huge amount of fun. If I start to think about you know, the work that we've racked up and delivering right now, it's been an incredible crescendo um, at a time, I think, when you know, a lot of people have been recharging. So, you know, we've added new clients. Uh, we've just launched our new website. We've been developing our major product for the last 12 months. That is launching this week. We've just taken for the first time outside investment, which is a huge milestone, as well as adding a couple of really super board members uh, to Temporal. Last time we heard from Colette, she had exchanged her role as a stay-at-home mum to working in law. The past months have kept her on her toes. Work's been very busy over the summer. We've been involved in a number of really interesting deals and it's been a very exciting time for me to be working in quite a high intensity environment and working very long hours but also to be doing something that's of such significance and sort of the bigger world and I've really enjoyed that. I've just got back from holiday, I've had a week at work since my summer holiday and I'm now preparing to move in three weeks' time to the second of my four six-month seats as a trainee. The last six months I've been in corporate law and I'm moving to structured finance, which is one of the capital markets groups at the firm. And that will be a new challenge, which I'm really looking forward to. I've found the career change very positive on a personal level. It's really good to feel able to truly be who I am and to use all the skills that I have and all the aspects of my personality in a way than when I was a, just at home as a mother. I say just, it's not just. That was very hard work and very rewarding. But as children get older, I think that time in my life, I'm needed at home in a different way now. And I've really enjoyed the new challenge. Anthony has continued to develop his knowledge of software development following a course at the App Academy and is feeling much more confident in his newly honed skills. Since we've spoke last, I guess I feel a lot more comfortable as a software developer. I'm still not, you know, obviously the top of where I'd like to be, um, but I definitely feel a lot more comfortable. I've been doing it for about eight months now professionally. Uh, and I feel way more comfortable with, with what I'm doing, my understanding of it, and how it relates to uh, the app as a whole instead of you know just what I learned coming out of App Academy. So basically just developing new features um, and just strengthening what I've learned and just uh, continuing to learn and grow as a software developer, which is 
a new career for me. So the way I'm feeling about this new career is I actually love it. I think it's it's great. It definitely fits my personality. You know, I like to, to create stuff. I like to build things. I like to feel that I have ownership over what I'm doing. And software development, or at least software development at Persado, definitely gives me that. We understand what we have to build. We're, we're kind of told the demands of the business. And then we're kind of given the freedom to, you know, build that and design it how, how we see fit while also working on a team. So it's, it's, it's a lot of things that I, that I enjoy. It's, it's the design aspect, it's uh, the architecture aspect, it's the team-oriented, it's problem-solving, it's, it's just figuring a lot of things out. It's challenging, I'm learning a lot, so it's been, it's been incredible. And while Rennie is sad to have left Rada, she's excited to be in her new working world. Of course, you have a lot of people working with, with you on plays, so uh, it's not only costume, but also construction, scenic art, and um, stage managers, and actors, of course. So to leave that bit behind was sad, but then I'm not a student anymore, so I'm looking forward to be actually part of this, this world. and get some money for it rather than paying. (laughs) Everyone seems to be on the right track, but completely changing your career isn't easy. Kimberly felt the pressure, but both she and Thomas have high hopes for the near future. I'd say my most challenging time came at the beginning of the year. I pretty much had no work from mid-January to the end of February, and I really started to stress and thought to myself, this is it, I'm I'm not going to make it. But all of a sudden, the jobs came rolling in, and thankfully, I haven't stopped since. In terms of the future, I am really hoping to be given the contract to organise several portfolio tastings for uh, an amazing wine business. I've met with them a couple of times, and I really loved the vibe that their company has, so it would be fantastic to work with them. I think it's going to be... A hugely exciting uh, three or four months ahead. I can't even start thinking about 2019, but I think about you know what we want to achieve between now and the end of the year. We're making huge inroads. I think we're moving into our first kind of proper office space at the beginning of November, um, and you know for the first time we've announced a partnership program, and I think that fills me with huge amounts of kind of optimism about the three things that we'd kind of really set as some of our kind of cornerstone strategy. The first was get amazing people in the business to help on everything, both from kind of product design to kind of client discussions to our methodology, build the platform to bring it all to life, frankly, to win, to help us kind of sign new clients. And then the third element of that is around partnerships. So really working with a small number of world-class partners to help kind of amplify and multiply everything that you know, we're looking to do. While going straight into a new job is one career change path, going back to education can be the right direction for those who feel the need to develop their skills. Rennie decided on this option, but admits she found being an older graduate somewhat challenging. I basically applied to everything that came in front of my nose. And um, it was a mixture of work experience, which is technically illegal after you've finished your studies. But um, in film, they then call it voluntary work. It's the first step to get into film. It's usually unpaid, but I didn't get any of those. I didn't even get a reply. And there were a few other 
supervising jobs and I didn't get a reply whereas I tend to think it's a, a bit down to my age that um, people look at my CV and think oh my god this woman is ancient probably not as obedient as uh, freshly graduated 20-something so we rather go for the 20-something. The career-changing process, while challenging, has its benefits. But what would our changes have done differently? I've learned an awful lot about myself, a lot about my family, a lot about the world of work through the career change. For myself, it's been really good to know that I can still function on a level and still have energy to work hard and keep that level going, even when I've had been working some very long hours at times. About my family, it's been really good to know that we're still us. We went away in the summer for two weeks and it was really nice to know that we still function so well as a group. We still know each other so well. We're still interested in what each other are doing and enjoy each other's company and shared interests. And I think that was a sort of slight concern about the career change was whether I would feel more distant from my family by spending less time at home and that hasn't really happened. I've made a conscious effort to do what I can to be sure it hasn't happened but also it's really nice to know that that those relationships are still there and still are strong. I guess the main thing I've learned about career changes is that It's definitely not an easy thing. So if you are going to change your career, make sure that it's something that you definitely want to do or at least do as much research as possible to try to ensure that it's something that you want to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard. It's it's you're just you're switching gears. So it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to it's a lot of time to invest if you really want to change your career, because you know, you're on one path. There's just a lot to learn. It's it's a lot of new skills that you would have to learn depending on what you're switching your career. But this is a pretty drastic change. You know, I've never worked in the development world. Uh, I never worked in technology, really. So it was a very drastic change for me. So that's something that I personally had to do, just really make sure that it was something that I wanted to do. Because I guess to go through three months of an intensive program, and then getting put into a field that I'm not, uh, that I didn't come from, you know, the, it's a, it's a huge learning curve. So I just, I'm glad that I made sure that this is something that I wanted to do because I think if it wasn't absolutely something that I, that I was enjoying, uh, it would have been extremely difficult to invest the time that I had to invest. Yeah. The main thing I've learned about career change is you've just got to go for it. It's all or nothing. You have to throw yourself into it really wholeheartedly and just give it a try. If I could you know, look back at the last 18 months in totality, it just still amazes me that people are so willing to give the gift of advice and feedback if you ask them in a really nice way, in an authentic fashion. It also, everything takes longer than you think. Just when you think, okay, we're going to get something landed by the Friday, it almost always takes longer. And that's probably just down to kind of resource. It's not really the cost. It's just the resourcing element. And, you know, I've always had, you know, I think a huge amount of kind of focus on identity and branding. It's important for us to get things right. I think that's something I'm learning about myself is probably just to take a little bit of extra time 
in terms of planning cycles because it just takes longer than you think. You know, I, I, you know, one of the one of the things I believed in my in my whole career is, you know, a great vision is great, but it's only as good as the strategy that executes the vision. And that's exactly the same as having a great strategy. It's only as good as how well you execute. And the last 18 months, I think what is particularly potent about how I see the next one or two years moving now is, yeah, we'll always adapt our strategy, of course, that's ongoing. But we're moving now into execution and execution demands great people. And we have attracted some incredibly strong people and I think we'll continue to do that. So the last 18 months has taught me a huge amount and all of that I'll be taking into 2019 and 2020 before me. So I think as a summary, like I've, I don't think I've ever been happier. I think a massive part of that is because I'm on a new learning curve. You know, we want to hire people who are really cur you know, curious and, and courageous. And that curiosity, I think, really runs through the whole business, hopefully myself included. So I've definitely never been happy because I'm learning new things every day. It works well and people are very happy with my work um, who have worked with me. But to get to <laughs> convince the others who haven't worked with me to try, that's the difficult thing. Because in, in this industry, it seems that people go for the cheap option and they always think that of course young people are the the cheaper option even so in terms of experience i'd be the cheap option as well so the age that wouldn't really matter it's easier than most of people think it just requires that one brave step to do it hell will not break loose if you um resign from your job and do something else it's it's something I would do again. I don't actually wish I'd done anything differently. I just wish I'd done it sooner. Uh, looking back, I think I was rather worn down by life on the treadmill, but I just didn't realise it at the time. So my biggest regret is that I should have done this years ago. It's been a very positive experience and there hasn't been a great deal that I would have done differently. It's made me... A much more confident person to be going out to work. I've possibly got less patience for spending a lot of time on things that actually don't merit that amount of time. I don't really think I, I wish I had done anything different. I think I went about this a really good way for me personally. You know, I had the savings to go through this program. I worked as hard as I could have to, to get through the program and to get a job and all that kind of stuff. Maybe the one thing I wish I maybe coded a little bit more before the program, but I mean, I, I feel like I still prepared enough to go through the program and everything. So there's not really too much that I wish I did different. I think, again, personally, I think I, I, I followed a, a good path for for myself. I, I'm, I'm not looking back to the financial industry at all. I don't regret the step I've taken. I feel actually quite liberated. When I um, at my um, graduate exhibition, a few of my former colleagues came to see the exhibition. I don't envy them that they're still working where they're working. Needless to say, changing your job will alter your days from the moment your alarm goes off to when you lay your head on the pillow again. One area which some people worry about 
is the changes that it might bring to their personal life. To what extent have our career changes felt their professional shift impact the way they spend their time outside of work? I'm currently training for a charity marathon walk through the streets of London overnight. It's been great fun uh, training with my friends uh, through the Hampshire countryside. We've got our final 22 miler this weekend. And again, this is something that I never would have undertaken in my previous life as I just didn't have the time. So wish me luck. Outside my work, I'm still active at home, looking forward to starting to plan Christmas as the autumn progresses and of course Halloween those are always fun times children's birthdays hoping to see the wider family over Christmas which takes a bit of planning we're a very big family a very international family things are positive looking forward to the next challenges of my next seat I've actually had a lot more time to paint so I've been painting a lot which has been really cool it's been great you know, I've also had more time. We've been writing and recording a little bit more, so we actually just released a new song. I guess in my personal life outside of work, I've had a little bit more time to, to do some of those things again. I'm actually a lot more motivated to do some of those things again. I guess at work, programming all day, it's definitely flexing some of that creative muscle so that when I come home, you know, I just want to keep that going with the writing and recording and, and painting and stuff, so... I feel like I've got balance in my life. So yeah, I'm working very, very hard. You know, I have to work at the weekends for a few hours each of those days, but I am able to choose when and how I do things and in what order. So overall, I think, you know, my career change is something that I would never swap back to what I had before. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it massively, but um, I'm just massively excited now about you know, what, what lies ahead and the people I can hopefully persuade to come and work around me uh, in Temple. So, so far, so good. So there you have it. First-hand proof that our career changers are thriving and smiling despite the various challenges and unknowns they've had to face over the past months. If you'd like to read about it, please visit our site at ft.com career changes. That's it for the series of the Financial Times Career Changes podcast. Many thanks to all our contributors and to you, our listeners, for tuning in. This episode was produced by Eva Krisiak and I'm Emma Jacobs. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.